If anyone's ever told you that Santa Claus isn't real, they're about to look very foolish indeed. Theorists argue that evidence of the Santa Claus syndrome can be seen everywhere throughout society. It has given rise to countless conspiracies. Santa Claus is said to have many characteristics that belong to Jesus. And he is actually an antichrist because he takes the place of Christ. You ever ask yourself, do aliens celebrate Christmas? Santa is actually Satan's work. Satan has created Santa to trick us all into the greed and everything and get us away from the real meaning of Christmas. Another reason that they think that is because Santa, if you switch the letters around, actually spells Satan. So... Nick is a name for the devil! So who is Saint Nick? Decorating with silver and gold uh, balls. Uh, which actually, believe it or not, are, are representative in ancient cultures as the testicles of the sun god. Did you hear the Russians invaded Santa's workshop? The Russians tried to get, they attacked, they got rid of Christmas. Yeah. They got rid of it. They got rid of it. Whoa, ho, 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 ho. Ding, 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 I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing that I need. Being nice to my friends in 2019. Happy Merry Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas. Hope you're having a, a lovely day. Anything else we want to say? Any other greetings we might want to give uh, on this day? I mean, Happy Hanukkah? No? Uh, Anything else? Kwanzaa is... Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Anything else going on? Anything uh, else? Happening? Oh, happy birthday, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, anyone else? Anyone uh, else the to... sun god. I think the predated Jesus Christ. Yeah, Saturnalia. Yep. Uh, anyone else? Um, wanna, I think there was a Greek thing? guy that was the 25th. Wasn't Alexander the Great said to be on the 25th? Yeah. How's that? Mm. Anyone else? Uh, my awful boss from my old job at the information center. She was the 25th. Uh, fuck off. I hated you. Oh. oh. She was awful. Yeah. Why? This? Why was she such a horrible boss? As per the film, Horrible Bosses. Yeah, she wasn't horrible in that way. No? Did, she didn't just want to fuck you all the time? No. Uh, she's nasty. She's a nasty yeah, Officious? Yeah. She oh, I'll turn her head to play. Tell people off uh, in front of customers quite Oh, yeah. Quickly. I'd hate to be told off by someone. Belittling people in front of customers? Oh, I'd hate to be belittled by someone. Uh, all right. Well, let's get on to the Christmas episode. Now that we've done all the holiday and birthday greetings that I could possibly think of for December 25th. Except... For my mate, Cam. Hey. hey! Happy birthday, Cam. Happy birthday to me and fuck you to Jesus, who yeah. I just outlived. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Jesus. What, do you only make it to 33? Yeah. yeah. Oh, strange, strange that. You pow- you've powered on through that Masonic number. Yeah. you got more power than the Masons. Yeah, I do. Are you feeling more power? No, not yet. <gasps> no. Actually, not, not yet. Not right now, because we're pre-recording this. Yeah. We're not recording this on Christmas Day. Can you tweet on Christmas Day, hi, everyone, I do feel more powerful. Yeah, I'm coursing with the Masonic energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All three me bits. Uh, we've got some Christmas conspiracies, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Just some fun bits and pieces about Christmas. A few Christmassy things. Uh, I've brought just a little one to the table. I don't really have anything, so. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm this sorry. is a bonus episode, so people, if it's not good enough for you, go spend time with your fucking family. Mm. Christmas Day, 1964. Marjorie Bye. A local woman in the town of Warminster mm. uh, was going for a walk. She was uh, woken up around 6 a.m. on Christmas morning 
by the sound of sleigh bells. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, she just got woken up at 6 a.m. and decided to uh, go to church for Christmas Mass. As she walked her route, she began to hear some strange noises in the area known as Bell Hill. She described the noises as very odd. Quote, like branches being pulled over gravel. What a str- what a specific what a strange noise to hear in the countryside. Yeah, yeah, walking. It's like a fairly normal noise in like an area where no doubt there's gravel and there are branches. What a strange combination. But anyway, uh, she told that to the local newspaperman. Mm-hmm. He wrote it up. Straight funny noises on Christmas Day. What a scoop! What a scoop! Uh, I saw a thing that was like. Mysteriously, the story was sort of buried in the middle of the newspaper. It's like, that's not mysterious. Mm. That's like, the story is a woman heard a noise. Yeah. yeah. That's just a filler piece in a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like to avoid so many awkward conversations in the future where she's like, I noticed you didn't print my story in the paper again, <laughs> Mr. Shuttleworth. So that. Did not make a huge splash at the time on Christmas or early January 1965, but uh, it has since been incorporated into the larger story of a little phenomenon known as the Warminster Thing, which is just general UFO activity around Warminster as well as strange noises. Mm. Uh, I know Warminster is on the edge of an airbase. Okay. <laughs> and uh yeah strange noises anything from gravel to branches jet engines so yeah lots of ufos spotted there's a there's actually a pretty i don't know about funny it's it is funny there's like a doco from the early 90s talking to the people of warminster about this and there's like one guy who saw a ufo and took a photo of it and the reporter's like uh People must have thought you were making it up. He's like, I suppose they did. (laughs) But uh, I'm bullish to them. (laughs) There were also a bunch of UFOs were found, like uh, flying saucers were found. This was not directly in Warminster, but in the general area, Mm. uh, which were, (laughs) were like metal discs. And when they opened them up, they found English batteries Okay. Uh, some sort of liquidy sludge and like other materials of this earth. Right. As we famously know when it comes to aliens, batteries are not included. Yeah. Well, the main, <laughs> the main clue I would have said is the, uh, that there were batteries. Ah, yeah. That, that there were English well, that's, batteries. That's, that's my point. Uh, and also the, the sludge turned out to be pig swill that they found inside these things that packed it with pig swill, I guess, to give it some sort of alien feel. Oh, so someone set up a little jape. Yeah. And there is like, there's, I think there's footage of someone tasting the liquid. It's like, don't taste that. That's pig swill. No, you've got to let them drink the goo. If you find alien goo. Let them drink the goo. Yeah. (laughs) What was that? Uh, It was a sarcophagus that they opened. That's right. Let let us drink the ooze. (laughs) Let us drink the ooze. The black sarcophagus ooze. That was a fun part of 2019. (laughs) So, yeah, that was just a fun little hoax that some people made up. I don't think the Warminster thing ever went away. It's just every time. I think it might have quieted down when they closed the airbase. But, yeah, that was my little Christmas thing. But uh, this little Christmas noise 
turned into the lazily, most lazily named supernatural phenomenon, <laughs> the Warminster thing. I like it. That's good. Soldi, you got a couple of Christmas things for us? Uh, I just wanted to talk about the the whole fact that, like, if you grew up in Europe, like, you, we all grew up in Australia or New Zealand, right? Yes. I'm assuming, or Cam. Correct. Yeah, well, mostly. Who knows mostly. where Cam grew up? Oh, no, yeah, she grew up in Indonesia yeah. for a bit, but yeah. mostly Australia. Mostly Australia. We all grew up with a pretty westernized sort of Christmassy experience, right? Yeah. And now they're bloody, trying to take it away from us. Yeah. Bloody yeah. Santa Claus. You leave out a bloody VB and a couple of biscuits. Yep. And in the morning, Santa's had it. Yeah. Fucking Naomi Klein. Yeah. Fucking leave our biscuits alone, Naomi. You bloody put your stocking up, you get some prezzies. It's Naomi Wolf. It's Naomi Wolf, yeah. I think. Yeah. Naomi Klein's fucking ad-busting our Vickies. Yeah. Now, can I just uh, bring something to your attention? If you happen to have grown up in various places in Europe- Mm-hmm. A few centuries ago, you were not having fun at Christmas. No. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> like, there was a, an article I saw that was like, how come how come Christmas in Europe is like just completely fucked up with monsters, but it's not anywhere else? <laughs> I, I guess the answer to that is that it's been around a lot longer than anywhere else. But I, uh, I, come, I come across a couple of fun little monstrous Christmas traditions. Mm-hmm. And one of them that I thought was quite fun was Iceland or Iceland. Mm-hmm. How do you say it? Iceland. 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 Yeah. I'm sure they have some cooked way of saying it. Yeah. Anyway. The, as in their language? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they do. They have their own language there, mate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Iceland, for calling your language cooked on this podcast. So you know, I think this is this continues today. It's still a, the children still... Celebrate Christmas in this way. All right. So maybe you want to hold your fire before you say they're not cooked. <laughs> um, so from a, a relatively young age, Icelandic children are told of the story of Gryla, gr- gr- mm-hmm. who was an ogress living in the Icelandic mountains. Mm. Now, she is like a horrible part troll, part animal woman who would like basically go around eating children who didn't behave themselves. Sounds like my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, she's lovely. Sorry, Emma, if you hear this, you know it's a joke. <laughs> Don't let it ruin Christmas. Uh, she had 13 precocious boys. Uh, okay. Known as the Yule Lads. Oh, yeah, that's fun. And the Yule Lads would visit children in Iceland in the 13 days leading up to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, Would one visit every night? Yeah, different one each night. Do they visit in an order or is it just random? Based uh, on the I didn't really make any note of that. Right, I okay. just looked up, up the various Yule lads. Mm. Uh, so Gryla's out in search of naughty kids looking to boil up in her cauldron uh, and the boys go off in search of mischief. Uh, she can only capture children who misbehave, but those who repent must be released. Oh. Classic like Christianity situation. Mm, mm. Uh, anyway, the thirteen Yule lads have various names that relate to like their behaviors and appetites. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that are, were in this list were sheep coat clod. I think he goes around like stealing wool. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, skier gobbler. That was just a funny name. Yeah, yeah. gobble skiers. Yeah. Uh, door slammer. Oh yeah. Comes into your house, slams all your doors. That's an annoying thing to have happen. Yeah, that's, that's mischief, though. Yeah. yeah. 
bloody 20th of December. Get ready for fucking night of door slamming. Yeah. Uh, bloke called Candle Stealer. Fucking hell. What does he do? Steals and eats your candles. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I asked because he eats them. That's yeah. Great. So despite his reputation, Candle Stealer was recently voted the favourite of all the Yule Lads in Iceland. He does sound pretty good. Even though he steals candles to eat them, he seems to be the most generous to the, of the bunch. This might have something to do with him arriving last on the morning of Christmas Eve. How is he the most generous? Just because he's doing the least damage. Well, this is the thing. Over the years... Ah, here we go. It's kind of the, the Yule Lad story is kind of softened. Mm. Back in the day, it was like you feared these dickheads mm. coming because... You weren't going to be able to sleep because all your doors are going to get slammed. All your candles are going to go missing. There's some- Someone's going to do a big wick, waxy poop on your doorstep. <laughs> and over the years, it became a thing where they visited, but they also brought little gifts. Aww. So I think the kids were probably just fucking dreading Christmas so much. They're like, oh, the Yule lads are going to come, but they're going to give you presents. They're going to do some little hijinks around the place, steal some candles, but they'll bring you a little gift as well. Huh. Um, also, the, the troll mother has a giant cat called the Christmas cat, which eats children. Who don't get new clothes for Christmas. I'm so glad that uh, Chris... Wait, hang on. Say that again. So if the, if the kids don't get new clothes for Christmas, the, the Christmas cat, cat will come and eat them. Bloody genius parents. Yeah, it's the most transparent thing. These fucking kids are eating it up though. Yeah. So hang like, on. So if they don't get new clothes... Yeah, they get eaten by the Christmas cat. Yeah. So like... So, when so they don't get a, complain that you got new clothes. When you get jocks and socks for Christmas, you're like, Yes! I'm not going to get eaten by the Christmas cat! Not fucking but ask what for if, a man What if you can't afford... New clothes. Like, you're just going to slam down all the poor kids. Yeah, well, I feel like if new clothes are not part of your Christmas agenda, you probably are not bringing up the Christmas cat to your kids. Mm. Yeah. Plus, like, back in those days, they probably, like, made a lot of clothes themselves. Mm. So they didn't just run down to Target. The Christmas cat sounds great. You mentioned the words Christmas cat, and I'm like, this is <laughs> Great. Little bells on a cat. Little bell. He's in front of a fire in Iceland. Oh, I'm loving all of this. He's probably got a big bowl of Christmas cream. Yeah. And then he's just nomming down kids. Here's a little factoid about the Christmas cat. A poem was written about the Christmas cat in 1932, which most Icelanders know, which was recorded as a song only by bloody Björk. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got a song about the Christmas cat. I didn't okay. listen to it. Um, the Icelandic Christmas cat herself. Yeah. So back Beard in the day, loves to eat children. <laughs> back in the day, they weren't. They were like monsters um, without a torso who roamed around in December doing horrible shit. Now they're just like, hey, the Yule lads are here to get. Wait, to they didn't have a torso. No, apparently not. So just all legs and arms and teeth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh So what I thought was the best one: only the well-behaved Yule lads are allowed near children. The, so they have to have their working with children, Jack. Yeah. They have many brothers and sisters who are more aggressive, such as Lungnesletter, which translates to lung flapper. Oh. He walks around with wet sheep's lungs and hits those who get in his way. To be fair, that's like the best possible reason he could be called the lung slapper. <laughs> yeah, because he goes around slapping you with wet sheep lungs. Yeah. So that he's not allowed near the kids. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, parents cop that one. Yeah. Uh, so that was that one. I just thought that was a great little Icelandic tradition that yeah. still is around, but they've kind of softened it to not terrify the kids. Yeah. 
Imagine growing up and like Christmas is coming and you're just like, oh my God, fucking this is going to be horrible. If I get slapped with a wet laugh, it's going to ruin my day. Especially growing up in Iceland where isn't it like dark most of the time? Yeah. And also everyone knows everyone. So yeah. if you get slapped by a wet laugh, you're like, ha yo, you got it. You got it. So there's a few other- When either year of laughing at you for being <laughs> lung slapped. <laughs> there's a few other Christmassy monsters that come from like old pagan yep. sorts of things. So Krampus. Yep. Yep. Everyone, Camp Krampus has become quite famous in the last little while, right? Yeah, pretty terrifying. Yeah, he's a goblin kind of a situation. What, isn't he? what led to the rise of Krampus being in the the common sort of? I think it's just a fun thing to say, and yeah. I think with the been a few horror movies too. Yeah, okay. The league. And also the rise of the left right. and us wanting to tear down Christmas traditions. Yeah, something like Krampus. Oh, that's that's a good one we can use to trigger the right. I remember the league had a big Krampus episode. Oh yeah, where Taco went nuts for Krampus. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Which one was Taco? Was he the guy that faked being in 9-11? No, that was the other guy. Taco was, um, what's his face, isn't it? Taco is John LeJoie. Yeah. Wait, I don't know then. Maybe it is the guy that faked 9-11. No, I don't think it was for some For some reason, my YouTube just started slamming me with videos about that guy. Yeah. And like Howard's, his Howard Stern interview and all of the other like interviews he did where he was having a cop to faking being in 9-11. Oh, yeah. that was the... Uh, Nick Kevin... Kevin, yeah, it's got some Zeds in there, I think. Oh, the character in the league was called Kevin. Yeah. Um, fuck yeah, I can't okay, remember. It's been ages since I saw yeah. the league. But it's like YouTube algorithm. Why? Why did you think I need to know that? I'm still getting Harmony Corinne every day. <laughs> Harmony Corinne story on Lederman every day. So Krampus was Saint Nicholas's offsider. Saint Nick would go around rewarding kids. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Krampus would go around kicking the shit out of them, <laughs> the naughty ones. Um, it wasn't just like, hey, if you're naughty, Santa doesn't give you anything. Krampus would come and beat the living shit out of you. Uh, there's Mary Lude, the Christmas zombie horse. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, skeleton mare of Welsh tradition rises from the dead and wanders the streets with her attendants who are also fresh from the grave to remind the living of their existence. Mary Lude has only one goal in mind, to get into your house to keep the zombie horse out, you must engage in a battle of wits. Whoa. In rhyme, no less, usually on New Year's Eve, where the undead mare is represented by a puppeteer parading a horse skull on a pole around the town. So you've got to do a rap battle with a horse. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah. And it's a skeleton horse. Not just a rap battle, a Welsh rap battle. Yeah. It's probably yeah, all I, fucking fucking I couldn't like. do a Welsh rap battle with a yeah. horse. That's the most complex rap battle you could possibly do. Yeah. Uh, there's a love- you, you know in this battle you're going to lose. Look at your crappy bones on those shitty hooves. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to say that in Welsh. Well, no, and I feel like the the zombie horse has heard it all, mm. right? So it's got all its comebacks ready. Oh yeah, like no, it's not all freestyle for that horse. No, no, no. no. Uh, another one, Lebefana and Babushka. They're Italian and Russian in in Italy, Russia, and parts of Eastern Europe. Uh, there's a witch-like lady rooted in the f- uh, fairy tale figure of Mother Hol- Holly who does uh, doles out punishments for the lazy and riches for the hardworking. In Italy, she's known as Lebefana. In Russia, Babushka. And every January, she packs up and sets off on her broomstick to join the three kings who are looking for the Christ child. She searches around every house, and if she finds a child there, she leaves cookies and gifts. Oh. Before... Murdering them horribly? Or yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Before doling out the punishments. <laughs> uh, 
Stragelli. This guy. Oh, yeah, he rules. Uh, in many places great. such as Switzerland. Perchter rides. Perchter? Struggle. Perchter. Sorry. Perchter roams the earth on New Year's Eve, rewarding those who are hardworking and generous. So there's a lot of. Uh, everyone has their myths of if you've been good, you get rewarded. If you've been bad, you don't just not get rewarded. You get fucking punished. Slapped with a wet lung or yeah. horned by this guy. The Tomton, creature from Scandinavian folklore, who looks like a gnome, lives among the dead inside burial mounds. He's a caretaker and protector of the household. Uh, that is if you don't anger him. He's got quite a temper and he drives people insane with his tricks or biting them. <laughs> I think a fun trick would be if you had false teeth in, all those teeth lollies, bit you and left it on your arm. Uh, stayed there. And then bit you again properly. Yeah. <laughs> you get pranked and bit. <laughs> uh, so yeah you, they leave gifts for this guy on Christmas Eve look there's so many of them I think uh, we can pretty much determine that hey look there's the Yule cat oh yeah we can pretty much determine that fucking Europe is cooked yeah when it comes to Christmas well but I mean here we have there's not like a separate villain but no. uh, it's like if you're good you get presents and if you're well, bad you get coal don't we have the sustainability pirate he's a villain now right yeah, well, oh, okay, did you? Did you? Was there any follow up to that sustainability part story? The fact that their Christmas party got shut down. All oh, right, because did you not see that? Oh, was that because too many like trolls were saying so, we're like, going to come bash up your party? Yeah, so they they cancelled the daycare center's Christmas party. So there was a daycare center. They said this year instead of Santa Claus, uh, to be inclusive, we're going to have the sustainability pirate, and then they got this hipster on. Channel 7 News. Uh, Christoph Paulson, yeah. who's a writer slash photographer, who I think has shot stories that I've written. I can't remember. And he was like, oh, there's all, all these people like, oh, it's political correctness gone mad. He wasn't saying it is political correctness yeah, yeah. gone mad. He was just repeating what people are saying. And I think he was mocking those people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they edited it completely out of context and made it look like a tool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the follow-up um, from Tom Tanuki. Mm. Um, lots of very visible inner-city lefties seem to go to this childcare centre. Mm. Um, he was saying it got shut down and, like, the kids were crushed. They are like, we are looking forward to it and now, great, we, kids don't get anything. Yeah. Congratulations, weirdos who are like, it's Santa or nothing! I think the main complaint had actually been... Why is the sustainability person a pirate, which is bad? Pirates are pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I guess in Australia and maybe in the States, you know, you've got Santa Claus, he brings you presents if you're good, and if you're bad, he brings you coal. Yeah. Which is probably negative reinforcement for people like Scott Morrison when they're bad. Merry Christmas, everyone. A little bit of political satire there at the end. I know, I was going to enjoy it, let that uh, breathe. Yeah. Uh, you pointed it out. I don't want to let it breathe. I don't want to let it choke in the smoke. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Cam, I hope you're having a wonderful birthday. Thanks, mate. I hope um, you're having a great time. Say hi to Pickle today for me. I'm not seeing Pickle today. Oh, you're, not, you're not on that day. No. All right. Pickle so, can fend for himself on Christmas Day. Yeah. I'll, I'm probably sweltering in South Australia where it's no doubt 43 degrees. I'll be in New Zealand on a beach. Yeah. yeah, I think I might be sweltering. It's going to be 44 tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye, folks. Bye, everyone. Stay safe. Have a good one. Bye.